If you read the title of this episode, you should already know it has explicit language and mature themes. John, let me get some intro lick. Thanks, John. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Dexplanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. This week, I looked something up on Wikipedia, watched some YouTube about it, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. How are you, David? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Dex? I'm doing pretty good. Right on. I mean, we almost got scammed out of into a Craigslist house and s- almost sent 1500 bucks or no, 1100 bucks to people, but Yeah, you sure did. We didn't did. do it. You yeah, you you avoided it. Avoided yeah, it. Uh definitely don't don't <laughs> send people money before you've been inside the house. Yeah, that's the big lesson. Um but yeah, so I'm doing good. Yeah, you have you narrowly avoided uh well, actually you 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 didn't narrowly avoid it. You you kind of saw what was did. going on. Yeah. Anyway, what are we learning about? <laughs> uh, Jonathan said that, or you told me earlier that you already pretty much know what we're talking about. Well, I I, I okay. You asked me about a YouTube channel and whether I had seen it uh, earlier in the week, and it has to do with animals. And so I deduced, tear zoo. yeah, tear zoo, which. It's a you know, great I, channel. Yeah, I'm willing to plug that right now. It is a great channel. If it's, you like video games and you like animals, it's informative. It's um, it's accurate, unlike yeah. us. Um, and it 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 like merges those two worlds in a kind of just like really cool way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I figured it must be about animals. Yeah. So uh, today we're learning about erotic asphyxiation. Erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to, before we talk about erotic asphyxiation, we're going to uh, have some disclaimers and notes, and then we're going to talk about a description of it, and then we're going to talk about why people do it, and then we're going to talk about types of erotic asphyxiation. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So before we talk about erotic asphyxiation at all, um, I want to say hopefully this episode will express the real danger of this practice without kink shaming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, like, yeah. What's weird to one isn't weird to another. And also, like, one thing I would just like to point out right off the bat, just because something disgusts you does not mean that it is morally wrong. Like, your morality should be built on more than what personally disgusts you. And if it's not, your morality isn't really, like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not valuable to me, at least. No, exactly. Uh, like, it's not It's not a well-thought-out um, moral system. Yeah, but we do want everybody to be safe. We do want people to be safe. Yes, and we absolutely. don't want to be like, liable like dying, for any... dying in the pursuit of a better orgasm isn't a worthy risk. Yeah, and we don't want to be responsible for that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> because people have tried to actually try people for having like shows or oh that explain how discussion to do about erotic asphyxiation. Just because um, they think it'll promote its its uh, yeah its practice. But so yeah, let's get into the notes. Uh, another note. I want to say that the best resource I had from this video was from the YouTube channel Sexplanations. Uh, it was episode 92, and they are they also have a, a podcast, which is the second thing you see if you search Dexplanations on the Apple, yep, it the sure Apple is. podcast app. But really, they had the best YouTube episode of erotic asphyxiation I saw. So, yeah, with that being said, let's go into the description of erotic asphyxiation. So, that's basically cutting off oxygen to the brain for reasons of sexual arousal. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, autoerotic asphyxiation is what you hear about most often, and that's doing it to yourself. And uh, autoerotic asphyxiation is really dangerous. Between 250 and 1,000 people die in the United States annually. That's how David Carradine died. Yeah, actually a lot of famous people have died that way. And uh, like people we know know people who have died that way. Oh, like really? Michael okay. and Alicia. Oh, okay. Like, and they both have interesting stories. But I don't actually want to get into the human element of... Not the human element, but like the personal story element of Right, right. This is more about uh, the, the, the description. facts of it. Yeah. And uh, when you do die to erotic asphyxiation, it's likely to be covered up and considered a suicide. Like, yeah. people come in, they find you with your dick in your hand, uh, strangled. And that was the movie Robin Williams. Uh, I yeah. think it was called The Best Father or Father of the Year or something uh, like yeah. that. That was That's what it was about. He covered up the or fact world's that his son... Or World's Best Dad. Yeah, something um, up to that effect. He covered up his, the fact that his son died due but to that's not But that's not fictional. Like, that's actually, like, something that does happen. Does happen, right. A lot. Um, and erotic asphyxiation, without, like, the auto part, is one of the highest risk sexual behaviors... Like, people die, people end up with permanent brain damage, and people Ooh. accidentally kill their sexual partners. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's really easy to just fucking accidentally die during erotic I mean, asphyxiation. I mean, go figure. It's, yeah. it's easy to die by constricting oxygen to your brain. <laughs> yeah. CO2 builds up. And we'll again, get, I'm we'll not, get, I'm we'll not get, trying to judge. I'm just it is incredibly risky behavior. Yeah, we'll get into we'll get into more of that. Um, I do have a quote from one of my favorite bands, and you'll notice by the Trail of Dead. Um, and it goes like this: It's important to recognize in this world we live, there is nothing worth dying. And I would say that includes a great orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about why people do it. So when you deprive your brain of oxygen, it also causes carbon dioxide to build up in your brain. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It's not going either way. Yeah, especially when we talked about blood uh, and yeah. how those same cells that bring uh, oxygen with hemoglobin take away CO2. Yeah, and uh, so this combination of lack of oxygen and buildup of carbon dioxide can cause you to feel lightheaded, tingly, euphoric, and can even cause slight hallucinations. Um, so that's, and then if you add an orgasm to the mix, of course, yeah, like it can be like fucking addicting. Okay. Um, addictive. Addictive. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the difference is and let's not, let's not get into that. Uh, <laughs> that's not the topic. We'll have to talk about gerunds. Uh, no, let's some, what, some episode. just tell me what's the difference between addicting oh, well, and addictive. Well, uh, addicting isn't a word just because. Um, it is a gerund, which is a form of verb. It's a, it, it would be a conjugation of a verb. And so if you were to say addicting, you would have to use it as a verb. Like, I'm addicting you. Oh, okay. That's how that would be used. And I'm not sure that that's a word. Like, I'm getting I you was, addicted. I was right in that I didn't care about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just speak how I want. Um, so, yeah. And uh, other than, like, the physical feeling of erotic asphyxiation some people like the illegality of it or the kinky nature and uh oh that makes sense just yeah. it being a fringe type of thing yeah or it being kind of dirty or you know a lot of times like um even in a milder sense like dirty talk or like things that seem mildly dirty 
um, like or might get you in trouble. Some people like the power really, or yeah. feeling of power or the feeling or the of feeling, loss of power. Exactly, powerlessness. Um, and then some people like the experience of almost fucking dying and then just not dying. Louise um, from Bob's Burgers says that that is the best part of living, and it's called almost live dying. And I, and I can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> I mean, climbing, rock climbing and snowboarding are fun. I'm not into almost dying at all. I'm not even into getting burnt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into getting burnt either. I, yeah. don't, I don't regularly burn I'm, myself, nor do I, I would never allow go into others space. to burn me for, would, uh, for any... Like, if there's like a one in 2,000 chance of dying, I'm not going to take it. Like, going on a crabfish, I don't know what the risk is, actually, of going on a crabfishing boat. Or going into space, specifically, I don't think I'll ever... Like, just because I'm scared of dying, I won't go into space. So, we talked about why people do it, so now let's talk about types of auto, types of erotic asphyxiation. And we'll talk about some of the most dangerous types first. To reiterate, to reiterate never do these. And if you do... Take some very serious precautions. Are there so is there in in your research, did you find anyone um like any professional who is willing to say, um, not don't do these at all, but if you do this, have take this precaution, or was it pretty unanimous that like choking yourself is just pretty bad? No, like uh uh Sexplanations, I forget her first name, Dr. Elizabeth Doe. Uh, she is all about harm reduction, and okay. so and she's not about kink shaming either. Right, right. And so she understands that people are going to do it. So she doesn't really say don't like. She basically says if you are going to do this, these are the steps to take in order to reduce like the potential, the potential harm. harm. And so yeah, and I'm just gonna try to like emulate that. Okay. Basically. Um. So yeah. But, yeah, never do it. But if you do, take some very serious precautions. Like, ask a friend to be there. Have nonverbal and non-eye-based safe words. Because if you're going unconscious, your eyes, like, will probably close. And if, you're, if your safe word is based on eyes or verbality when you're being choked yeah, out, yeah. then... That's, that's just not a good system. It's just not a good system. And thirdly literally have a written contract of consent because if you oh because you don't want to get that person in trouble yeah you don't want them to be to bear the burden if you through your own decisions committed an action which end up ended up seriously with a loss of life or loss of life partner you don't want them in trouble for it especially when they were there to help prevent that (laughs) yeah exactly or uh yeah it's part like prevent part like uh help well but, i mean not prevent the behavior yeah. but prevent you the could harm. like hire f- hire a professional there are like some professionals who help with that but scarfing is the way people typically think about it and it's basically sec uh basically it's hanging during sexual activity or masturbation Oh, um, oh, hanging yourself, hanging yourself, or like from a scarf. Is a scarf. Where, like, yeah, that's where from? the okay. term comes from. But like you know, you've seen it with like ropes, belts. Yep. Like pretty much a lot of stuff. Scarfing. Okay. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like hanging. Like you could also have something tied around your legs and have that tied around your neck. Okay. Um, but the most serious ones are ones where if you go unconscious, you will probably die. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so there's also manual strangulation, which is just like choking people, like choking yeah, uh, people, your partner. your partner out. And uh, if you do it, it can block the carotid arteries. And if you do that, which are the arteries on your neck? Yeah, And yeah. if you do that while pressing too hard on nerves on the back of the neck, that can actually cause a heart attack. Really? <laughs> yeah. It just so it, like it you, probably increases blood pressure really dramatically because mm-hmm. the carotid arteries come from um, what is it? Um, the aorta or the aortic? I can't even remember I, I have now. No but idea. it basically like they they come from and pretty I, close. And to I the have top no idea heart. what the nerves on the back of the neck have to do with it either. I just know that uh, it can cause a heart attack. Really like choking, being choked too hard can cause you to die w- via By a, heart a heart attack. attack. Um, and by a pulmonary myo, wait, myocardial infarction. Yeah. That's what doctors call a heart attack, a myocardial infarction. And, uh, if you do get choked too hard also, um, later on, like hours later, internal swelling can bo- block your windpipe and you could die that way. God. Yeah. That's a bad way. It's just oh, risky. Man, that's so, it's yeah. just risky. Yeah. That's, oh, man, that's really risky. Like. You can make it through the whole thing, and then you you might just be a ticking time bomb waiting to suffocate yourself just through your own inflammatory processes because you damaged tissue. Yeah. Yep. And just, yeah. Uh, Man, the message mostly I'm taking away is just don't do it. Just don't. Uh, But, I mean, if you have a real... Just don't, but if you, like, really, really Not are going to... because it's wrong. Because it hurts you. Because, yeah, there's nothing worth dying in this world. Nothing. Especially not just jerking it. Yeah. Like, uh, so here's some less dangerous types of erotic asphyxiation. There's one called breath swapping, where one person inhales through their nose and exhales into their partner's mouth. And so that person, the person who is getting the breath from their partner exhales through their nose and continues breathing through their partner's mouth. And so they get less oxygen because they're breathing their partner's exhaled exhaled carbon dioxide. Yeah, makes sense. So it's like less harmful because you can stop at any time and you can switch who's getting the oxygen and who's getting the CO2. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, And you're not damaging vital tissue um, through manual, like, yeah, manual, um, or what's the word? Strangulation. Yeah. You're not, yeah, you're not damaging vital tissues. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the difference between choking and strangulation is choking is something blocking your air passage. Oh, from the inside. Okay. Yeah. And strangulation is, of course, compressing it from the outside. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, I did not know. And people do, that's one of the mo- more dangerous types of erotic asphyxiation as well. Some people will actually block their windpipe. Choking. Yeah. Choking. They they put an object in their trachea, yeah, or like or somewhere, like putting a bag their over their head so that it blo- above their trachea so that it blocks. Yeah. The... So holy cow, dude! But that's, the less that's man, you right? wow! I um, I that I just don't hardcore. even have the balls. I don't even have the balls to do that. <laughs> like oh. I'm not sure that there's a pleasure great enough in the universe that would induce me or entice me. To put something in my throat that would intentionally choke myself, knowing that there's a chance I can't remove it. I don't even, even if I can remove it. You know what? I really like breathing so much. There's just something. I'm just way into it. I'm addicted to it, actually. If we're being (laughs) honest, I am addicted to breathing. And I breathe 
every time I masturbate because it makes it so much better for me because it satisfies my addiction at the same time. <laughs> exactly. But I that's re- just me. Yeah. I, I mean... Sorry, Johnny. My levels got pretty loud there. <laughs> most things... <laughs> most things I do... Most things I do, I do while breathing. That does include masturbation. I um, almost always notice immediately if I'm not breathing, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this so, is my wor- that's the worst thing about being underwater. Right? Yeah. It's the worst like, thing well, of- you know what? This would be great if I could breathe. Yeah. It's the worst thing about swimming strokes that require you to put your face in the water, too. Because then even... I mean, it's not that hard to it's lift your face up. It's not as bad, but yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, I always kind of just like the backstroke. I the like backstroke, to do, like, you just throw your arms a little bit. Your cake I like to do, do the, the scissor work. one where you, like, act like a scissor and shut, shoot your arm out. Yeah, yeah, because you're on your side the whole yeah. time. You get to keep your mouth out of the water. Yeah, I like that one. But if you're not, <laughs> So let's get back into it. The breaststroke. Uh, that's on your belly, but you keep your mouth out of the water the whole time during the breaststroke. Yeah. Anyway. The crawl. That's the rough one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to do a whole episode <laughs> on ways to swim. It'll be good. So, yeah. If you're going to do autoerotic asphyxiation, do some breath swapping. Or you could do some simulation, which is basically pretending. Like holding your breath. No. You could do, like. I can hold my breath for a long time, and sometimes it gets scary. I mean, that is a simulation, but, and that's a, that's a less dangerous type of autoerotic asphyxiation. But, uh, like, another type of simulation would be, like, when most of the time your partner asks you to choke them. Like, they don't actually want you to fucking restrict air passage, they just want to feel. Oh, they like want a reduced if. air passage. They yeah. Want, like... Or, like, and not too hard, so that, like, they're gonna. Like actually have a cardiac arrest or that die. Seems like, like that's more reasonable, but you have to like take it. That like, also kind of seems like it has less to do with the autoerotic asphyxiation, more to do with maybe just fantasies of domination. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's actually the another one of the most least dangerous types is just fantasizing about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you can do a lot with your mind. Yeah. You don't necessarily like have to choke yourself <laughs> out. You could. You, in your mind's eye, you could be choking anybody out. Imagination. Yeah, in your imagination, yeah. you can choke people to death while you jerk off. Yeah. Or they can choke you to death a million times. The reading and you'll rainbow. never get hurt. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, that's it for this episode as far as I'm concerned. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with erotic no, asphyxiation? No, I definitely talked enough. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided sweet intro and outro licks by Jonathan Cunningham. There are no new Patreon supporters for this show, but I want to thank everyone who has given us a good rating and review on iTunes. Specifically, thanks to Laisha Loves Learning, my cousin Ashley, and Gray V Train. Seriously, Gray V Train, I read your review like 20 times. Our current supporters on Patreon are Jonathan, Ben, Kevin, Linda, and Nick. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, for a dollar, you can become one of my most cherished listeners as well. Five bucks gets you access to all the notes I've made for all the sep- episodes and even more of my undying love. No worries if you don't want to do that, but please do consider telling all your people about this show. I really want it to get big. 
And uh, likely I got a bunch of things wrong. Email me about it at dexplanationspodcast at gmail.com. If it's warranted and I have time, I'll bring it up in a later episode or maybe even do a new episode about it. Oh, and as for you, you're a very genuine person. Bye now. Thank you.